Hi everyone, it's Leslyn Keith here again with another research update flash briefing. I'm the Director of Research and President of the Board for the Lipedema Project. I like to keep you abreast of the latest research of relevance to lipedema with these flash briefings. So here is what I have for you today. I have a paper that was published by a group of physicians at a teaching hospital in Dresden, Germany, and this included Dr. Uwe Volina that you might have heard of. The article is called Cause and Management of Lipedema-Associated Pain and was published in the medical journal Dermatologic Therapy in the January-February issue in 2021. The authors state that based on their clinical observations and imaging, they believe that pain and lipedema is, one, not associated with lymphedema or edema, two, is not related to the stage of lipedema, three, has different qualities and possibly different causes, and four, may be different in intensity and quality between the different affected body parts, and lastly, number five, may overlap with orthopedic or arthritis-associated pain. They believe that the causes of pain and lipedema are attributed to what's called allodynia, or also could be exaggerated sympathetic signaling. And interestingly, another cause may be estrogen. So let me talk about each one of those. First, allodynia is severe pain in response to a mild trauma or pressure to the affected area. And we know that that can often be the case in lipedema. And then they talk about the exaggerated sympathetic signaling, and that is partly responsible for that over-responsiveness to the mild trauma. And so when wires get crossed in the sympathetic nervous system, we can have that amplified pain response. The authors believe that this exaggerated sympathetic signaling may be due to hypoxia, which is low oxygen in the tissues or inflammation, and or to dead or dying fat cells. Lastly, estrogen as a cause, that may decrease pain. As noted in several studies on women with fibromyalgia, there is often an associated estrogen dysfunction. So they don't have enough estrogen in fibromyalgia and they have a lot of pain. And so they think that there is a combination with that. We have seen that If you have the right levels of estrogen, it helps to modulate pain. And we know that there is a belief that estrogen is somehow involved in lipedema, but we just don't know exactly how. So the authors state that none of these possible origins of lipedema pain have been confirmed in research and literature, but this is their ideas. So viable treatments for lipedema pain, according to the authors, include complete decongestive therapy, and this includes manual lymph drainage, compression therapy, and gentle exercise. Compression therapy may include compression bandaging, compression garments, and or a pneumatic pump. The exercises that they suggest in the article include walking, swimming, aerobics, or Pilates. They also say, quote, a non-inflammatory, ketogenic, and carbohydrate-limited end quote, diet is recommended. Interestingly, they don't believe that this way of eating will reduce lipedema fat, but it seems to be effective, they say, for decreasing pain. So we definitely need a clinical trial to test that it may also be 
effective in decreasing lipedema fat. Lastly, the authors believe that the only proven method to both remove lipedema fat and to effectively reduce pain is liposuction, although they acknowledge that the mechanism for this effect is not known and more study is needed. This review article I would consider important for the lipedema community as it provides more information about the pain that is experienced by women with lipedema. I believe, however, that we may find that conservative measures may be just as effective at managing lipedema and its associated pain, and in many cases, liposuction surgery won't be needed. Thank you so much for joining me today. Be sure to stay tuned next time for another research update flash briefing. 